The all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, what if? What if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? Introducing the all-new RAV4 Hybrid. 208 combined horsepower and standard all-wheel drive make it the most powerful RAV4. Plus, with its head-turning style and breakaway speed, it's bound to change the way you think of a hybrid. The all-new RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota. Let's go places. Horsepower. Ratings achieved using the required premium and leather gasoline with an octane rating of 91 or higher. Premium fuel is not used. Performance will decrease. Hello, Grinders. I'm back with the Weekend Grind. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, and I'm here solo with you guys today, here to talk about the main DraftKings slate. Uh, the slates are really broken up very odd uh, today. Uh, so I, I decided to pick the DraftKings main slate at 7 p.m. I think that's the best option to look at. Uh, and it just has a pretty good size amount of uh, contests. And uh, just want to let you guys know, you guys know I always play cash games normally, but I'm just going to look at a lot of tournaments today. And I think on this slate, I'm specifically going to look at tournaments on DraftKings. Just want to let you guys know that that's the perspective that I'll be looking at uh, on this slate. But uh, yeah, it's a seven game slate uh, for the uh, main slate starting at 7.15. So uh, let's get started and dive in. Uh, starting a little late here, mainly because I've been looking at this slate for a while and I'm just having trouble figuring out where I kind of want to go, right? It's one of those slates where I'm looking at pretty long and hard and I'm trying to find, trying to make something out of nothing in a way. So I, it's tough. Uh, that's one reason why I'm not playing cash games. I don't see a lot that I love, but I think there's uh, some spots I like in tournaments where I can just be pretty narrow and uh, stay condensed on a certain amount of plays. But let's uh, let's get started with the pitchers. Uh, so at the top, we have four guys uh, within $700. We have Carlos Carrasco, uh, which I believe Carrasco is going to be pitching against Detroit. Uh, they are in a doubleheader, and I believe they'll be the 7 o'clock game. So this could change, obviously. Uh, sometimes that happens with doubleheaders. But uh, as of right now, Carlos Carrasco is the guy that's supposed to start at the 7 p.m. slate. So Carlos Carrasco at the top for 12K. Then we have Zach Granke for 11.9, Gio Gonzalez for 11.7, and Rich Hill for 11.3. Uh, my first instinct uh, looking at this is I think Zach Greinke is the best tournament option. He's the guy I want to go to. I think he's just the best option in general. Uh, I'm wondering if the if the field will consider that too, if everyone else is going to be on him in ownership-wise. Uh, on the seven-game slate, especially in tournaments, we're going to have to use a little bit of game theory uh, and try not to try not to roster a pitcher that's uh, you know just way too overowned. For instance, say Zach Ranke is, uh, you know, let's say he's 65% like Lance McCuller was in some high dollar stuff, uh, today, uh, say he is 65% owned. We saw what McCullers did, right? He had a good matchup. A lot of people were on him and thought it was a great spot for him to really, uh, dominate. And Hey, he didn't do that well. And, uh, it's baseball. It can happen. And that's a lot of ownership. So if Zach Greinke gets a lot of ownership, I could see maybe pivoting to someone else. But for me right now, Zach Greinke is the guy I want to pay for. Uh, I'm wondering if people decide to go to Rich Hill because, uh, Rich Hill looked better the last start. And, um, you know, look at the game logs, right? The 19.6, the uh, the 25.1, and the matchup is the Padres. And he went seven innings the last game, so people may uh, try to talk themselves into some Rich Hill. Rich Hill for 11-3 just sounds absolutely insane, especially with the whole, uh, you know, he's always got that blister issue, and we never know how many innings he's going to go. It's rare that he's going to go six for us. I mean, he went seven the last, but uh, people could look at the matchup against the Padres and, uh, you know, just seeing what Alex Wood did yesterday and just kind of maybe talk 
talk themselves into him, but I think that's insane. I'm not going to do that. Again, another guy, Gio Gonzalez, 11-7 for Gio Gonzalez. What world are we living in? There is no way I am paying that price tag for him. Uh, I I'm a, I've been a, a fan of Geo this year, kind of a believer in him. Uh, the walks have gone up, and you know, people look at the game log, right? It's been great. Uh, it's been over the 20s. Uh, you know, it's been over 17 actually in the last seven starts, so it looks great. But I'm not paying 11.7 for Geo. I don't care if it's the Cardinals. Uh, people say the Cardinals stink, blah, blah, blah. The Cardinals aren't as bad as everyone says, uh, in my opinion. But the lineup tomorrow is not the greatest. But I'm just not paying 11-7 for Gio Gonzalez. I'm sorry. It should be hot out there, too. He's a guy that can struggle with walks. And uh, in that St. Louis ballpark, when it gets hot out, uh, that ballpark just kind of plays a little bit smaller, it seems like. Uh, it just seems like the ball carries a lot more in that park once we hit the summertime. And uh, Gio, we know he can have some control issues. And uh, if you have some control issues and just lets up one home run, I mean, that can really hurt him badly. I just think Granke has more upside in this spot. Uh, I get it's in Arizona, but the roof will, I, the roof is supposed to be closed for the rest of the series from what I saw, but that's something to make sure to check back uh, a couple hours before lock just to make sure because they do change their mind on that. But man, Geo for 11-7 just doesn't seem like the right spot for me. I'm going to go with Zach Granke. Um, on top of that, so we got Carlos Carrasco, right? 12K at the top. What do we do with him? Uh, oh, man, he's a guy that he can, he's shown a lot of upside. He's been good this year, but, uh, man, I I just can't get behind it against the Tigers. Uh, it's just, there's way too much inconsistency. It's a real boom-bust play, and I get it. If ownership is going to be a lot lower, let's say, you know, I'm just throwing numbers out there. Granky's 40% and Carrasco is in the single digits. Let's just say that's the case. Then I, I, I could see buying into Carrasco in tournaments, right? It makes a ton of sense. But uh, I think Granky's going to end up being... Uh, Greg is going to end up being the guy. It's going to be between him and Carrasco. I think people will be deciding in their cash games. Uh, and I think they're the two you're going to have to decide between. Uh, but Granky's the guy for me. Those are like the top four, mainly the four guys we'll be looking at at the top. And I think uh, Granky is for sure my guy. Uh, but moving on, let's look at 8K and below. We have Tyler Chatwood, uh, Michael Waka, Sam Gaviglio, Jordan Montgomery, Jason Hamill, Francis Martes, Ricky Nolasco, Jordan Zimmerman, Felix Jorge, he pitches for the uh, Minnesota Twins, and he's a young number eight prospect I was reading about. And then Dylan Overton. Uh, a lot of these guys I'm not really too much of a fan of. I think Tyler Chatwood's an interesting tournament option because he's shown a ton of upside. Uh, and he, you know, he has shown that he can be successful against Arizona. Um, I don't know if this is a, I don't know if I want to pay the 8K price tag, but. Um, if I have the money for it, I'll do it. But the question is, I kind of want to get some bats in, right? And if I'm paying for Granky and trying to get bats, uh, Tyler Chatwood at AK might not make the cut. I might need to go a little bit lower. And I think the chalky guy that people might go to, and I don't know, this might be going out on a limb here a little bit, but like, is it Jordan Montgomery? It's kind of the question I'm having. Uh, he's only 6.9. I know people don't want to target the Astros really because of the strikeouts and all. There's not tons of strikeouts there, but uh, he's kind of uh, it's kind of popping in models a little bit, right? So that makes a ton of sense with Jordan Montgomery. And then also, if you look at uh, the Vegas totals, the one thing that makes it tough to roster from Jordan Montgomery, you see the 5.01. It's the highest total uh, right now on the on the uh, slate that I'm seeing for the. Uh, for the main slate so that's something that like people you know weigh vegas totals a ton when they look at stuff and 
I mean, are people going to not play Montgomery because of that? But again, it's Montgomery is uh, 6.9K. He's been really good this year. Uh, and just he's shown really good games, right? Looking at the game log. And he's kind of been reverse splits too, which could kind of mess with the Astros a little bit as well. Um, if you look at the strike, per, the K percentage, it's been pretty good for that price tag, right? For 6.9K, uh, pulling up the K percentage now. We have Jordan Montgomery. He's got against righties 24.1%, uh, which he should face a lot of righties tomorrow, right? Uh, the only lefties I think we'll see are McCann and Miguel uh, and Marwin Gonzalez. Uh, and so all those righties, uh, it's just, you know, he's kind of in reverse splits. It seems like a good spot for him. So I think Montgomery is going to end up being the chalk despite that Vegas total just because I think people will be like, eh, Michael Walker at 7-6. I uh, think they'll pass on that. The only way I could see Michael Walker maybe gaining some traction is that there's no Bryce Harper in the lineup. And uh, with the Vegas total, maybe if it go, keeps going down and down, I can see people maybe getting on Waka because of that. But uh, I don't know. Uh, like I said, Chatwood, I could see people going to maybe in cash games, but I don't think I'll end up going that route in tournaments just because I feel like I need to pay down a little bit more. Uh, Sam Gaviglio for 7-2. There's no way I play him. It's just a... It's not a good spot. Gaviglio is not a good pitcher, so I'm just going to pass on that. The Angels also don't strike out a lot, so uh, Gaviglio is a guy I'm not going to go towards. Uh, and then we have uh, Jason Hamill. Uh, he's he's a guy that's interesting, right? The Vegas total on that game is 3.85 or 3.83 for the Twins, which is giving Jason Hamill a ton of respect. Uh, Jason Hamill has pitched a lot better recently. I've been trying to dig in deep and figure out what the reason is, and I haven't been able to figure it out yet. Uh, if anyone else figures it out, let me know on Twitter, right? Uh, shoot me a message. I've been, I dug in a little deep earlier, but maybe not deep enough. And if I find it out, I'll tweet it out and figure out what it is. But, you know, Vegas is respecting him. And it's something I want to just keep on looking into and seeing. But 6'8", and I don't know if I'll be able to actually uh, roster him. That's just how I feel. Unless I, you know, find something different uh, that I couldn't find earlier or hear from someone else. But uh, for me, I'm not going to play Hamill at 6'8". Uh, Francis Martes, uh, he's a guy that I, I, I rostered in the Texas spot and I was rewarded well. And even in the Oakland spot, I rostered him, uh, and he didn't do terrible for the price that he was at, but six, six against that Yankees offense man, uh, the Yankees lineup looked horrible yesterday, but it should add Gary Sanchez back. And, uh, man, I don't know if I can really roster Martes. Ricky Nolasco is a guy who's just been giving up a ton of barrels this year. He's given up tons of hard contact and against a Seattle offense that just put up a ton of runs. That just doesn't seem like the right spot for me. Uh, Jordan Zimmerman. I mean, he's awful and has been giving up tons of hard contact this year too against a Cleveland Indians offense. That's just a pass for me. I'm not going to go there. I, I could see maybe going this Felix Jorge guy. He doesn't, he's a prospect and he doesn't have a, the greatest K numbers. But if I'm just want to say, hey, I'm paying down for a guy who's 5'2, that's a talented prospect. Um, he throws a bunch of sliders and change ups too. And the, the Royals aren't the greatest against those. So that that's something that could help, right? Um, I could see 5'2 just being like, hey, I'm rostering one of these top tier pitchers and I'm playing Felix Jorge just because I want to fit in the bats, right? It's mainly that kind of play because uh, hitting has just been so important this year and making sure you prioritize the bats, in my opinion. Uh, I wouldn't mind going Felix Jorge just because of that reason. Uh, you could try and make that argument for Dylan Overton, but I'm not doing that because Dylan Overton is bad, right? Uh, he's just, we know what he is and we know he's bad. Uh, the reason why I make the argument for the 5.2K Felix Jorge is because we really don't know exactly what he is totally and... Uh, 
you know, he's a prospect, so, and it's a guy they haven't seen, and I'm not a big fan of the Royals anyways. I know there's not, hasn't been a ton of strikeouts in the past month or so, but uh, it's more so the argument to play Felix Jorge because it helps you get the bats, but that's really the reason behind it. Uh, and also, there's not a ton of good pitchers here, right? Uh, when we look below 8K, the two, I'd say like the three pitchers that are really uh, names that people will look to roster, I think, are Chatwood, Waka, and Montgomery, and it's a matter of Picking between those, I'm not going to double pay up for pitcher, right? Like go Granky and Rich Hill. Like say you went Granky and Rich Hill, right? We'll just use that as an example. You're left at $3,350 for your last uh, couple spots. And uh, that just doesn't seem like uh, the most, uh, not the last couple spots, the last uh, for all your positions uh, on DraftKings. And that just doesn't seem like the uh, most ideal scenario for me. Double paying up for pitcher. Uh, like I said, the bats are just super important, so I think this is a uh, this is not the right slate to do that. Uh, but I think you can make an argument that it maybe could be uh, just because uh, there's so many low totals on the slate. So I could see the argument if you wanted to make it, uh, and if you could find cheap enough bats. The question is, can we find cheap enough bats? So look for lineups. But uh, I never like to do it. Uh, but that's about it for pitchers. Uh, it's tough. It's not the best slate for it. Greggy's my guy. He's the guy I want to go to. I'm going to say Montgomery is my other guy, but I, I don't love it. And uh, I'm going to try and keep digging and looking for another. So give me a follow on Twitter at Travis Mangone. Uh, it's T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. And, you know, ask me later on in the day to see if there's another uh, pitcher that I like. I think looking at lineups will be important and just trying to dissect that and seeing what the best spot is. But for me, those are the two guys that I'm looking at. I, I don't mind Chatwood 2 at 8K. If you can make Chatwood work. Uh, I kind of like him over Montgomery, but it depends if that extra $1,100 uh, really really changes your lineup for you. But those are kind of the guys that I'm looking at. And again, like I said, I don't think pitching is that important uh, once you get uh, you know get that one stud in at the top and then uh, there's not that many great options down here. I don't mind going this Felix Jorge guy if it really just gives you tons of, the, tons of bats. So that's about it for pitching. Let's head over to the hitting side of the ball. Uh, so yeah, uh, I mean, catcher's kind of pretty decent on this slate, right? We get uh, Gary Sanchez uh, against Martes. I think, you know, if I have the money for Gary Sanchez, I would love to pay for him, but he's super expensive. And then Alex Avila will probably be batting second. I know Carrasco is a guy that uh, we don't want to target, right? But I don't mind going to him in tournaments. Uh, I don't mind stacking up Detroit. Like If you're going to play them, I say stack them up and hope that you get the Carrasco blow-up spot. That's, I think, the way you do it, but I don't mind Avila. He's been get, crushing the ball this year, so I don't think it's a terrible route to go. Against uh, against Gio Gonzalez, I don't hate going Yadier Molina. Uh, 3.6K is not the most ideal price tag, but uh, you know Yadier Molina has been hitting the ball pretty good this year, and uh, he's on the right side of the platoon split, so I don't think that's a terrible route to go. Uh, and even in Evan Gaddis against the lefty, I know we said the reverse splits uh, and all, but I mean, I, I wouldn't mind putting Evan Gaddis in there. He's a guy that can uh, smash the ball out of the ballpark. And we got Chris Herman. If Chris Herman's in the lineup against Chatwood, I would like him. Uh, is Monty Grandal against Overton. I know he's not on the left side of the plate, but even as a righty, I don't hate that. And, uh, you know, if you want to do a uh, Washington stack, I wouldn't mind throwing in Matt Wieters. He's been hitting the ball a lot better a lot better lately and uh yeah so i just think it's a pretty loaded spot tomorrow and then hey mike zanino he just hit a home run yesterday and he goes against ricky alaska gives it tons of hard contact and then another one if austin barnes is in the lineup uh, off of a two home run game gets a righty against a lefty uh, don't hate that it's a pretty loaded catcher position i'm just but like 
like I always say, I'm probably going to fill my catcher with my stack, whatever my stack's going to be. Uh, I'll probably just put my catcher in there. There's not like a catcher. I'm just like, oh, lock him in. He's in a great spot. Uh, you know, profiles really well. That's the guy I want. It's not that. It's just mainly there's tons of different catchers that I have interest in. And whatever fits my stack, that's kind of how I will fill it out. Moving on to the first base position. Uh, at the top, we have uh, you know some pretty good first baseman options. We have Cody Bellinger, Paul Goldschmidt, and Edwin Encarnacion, all above 5K, all really good options. Uh, it's, it's tough, right? Cody Bellinger against a lefty, uh, but you know, it's Dylan Overton who's not that good. So, uh, I don't hate going, uh, Cody Bellinger, uh, because people might not roster him just because of that. And the price tag is super expensive. And if you have the money and want Cody Bellinger, I don't hate it. Uh, he leads the league in home runs, I believe right now. So, uh, Bellinger is absolutely crushing the ball and he's not a guy I would hate to play. Uh, and Edward Encarnacion, he's, he kind of, uh, you know, he still hasn't cooled down. He's still absolutely crushing the ball against a guy who gives up tons of hard contact, especially against righties. I kind of like that Cleveland stack as being an interesting play against, uh, Zimmerman. Uh, those righties can really crush him. So I think Edward Encarnacion is a play I absolutely love. And even Paul Goldschmidt, uh, against Chatwood, I, I probably only play him, uh, in, either a mini stack of going like Peralta, Lamb, and Goldschmidt. I probably won't play him as a one-off against Chatwood because uh, Chatwood is a decent pitcher. But uh, I talked about this on the show yesterday, but if Chatwood does get blown up, we get some Sensatella as the long relief guy, so that'll be helpful too uh, for the Arizona bat. So can't complain about that. But um, moving on, I think there's some cheaper guys that I have some interest in. Uh, if you're Like I said, if you're going to play the uh, Tiger stack, I think going a Miguel Cabrera is a guy you want. 4.1K just still seems cheap for him. Uh, even against Carrasco, if it's the Carrasco blow-up shot, and Miggy's been crushing the ball recently, so I wouldn't mind him uh, at all. I think it's a good spot to go to him. Uh, I One guy I absolutely love tomorrow, and uh, it's mainly because I like the price tag. Uh, man, uh Albert Pujols is really popping for me. I think he's a really interesting play against Sam Gaviglio. He's only 3.2K, uh, and I, I think it's a great spot to roster him. I think this is uh, I think this is a spot where you can maybe hit a home run for us tomorrow. So uh, I'm going to be playing him, and uh, I, like I said, 3.2K is just a really nice price tag for him, and Gaviglio is not that good. Um, he profiles pretty well against Gaviglio, it looks like, uh, you know, looking at the plate IQ. Uh, seems like a good spot to uh, seems like a good spot to play uh, Albert Pujols, and just the price tag is really really nice. So that's the cheap guy I like uh, for me, and uh, I'll probably go go to him uh, for most of my cheap uh, first baseman. But if I want to go up to the top, uh, like I said, I think uh, Miguel Cabrera is a really good option, and uh, I don't mind if you're going to play a St. Louis stack, right? I'm not going to keep Matt Carpenter off my St. Louis stack, even if it's against Gio Gonzalez. Lefty-lefty isn't the greatest spot for him, right? Uh, but the argument for putting Matt Carpenter in your St. Louis stack, if you want to play him, is because the St. Louis side of the ball, right, they are. if they blow up Gio Gonzalez, we're going to get into that bullpen. And if we get into that bullpen, that Washington bullpen is really bad. It's not good. Uh, so... I would want Matt Carpenter against that Washington bullpen. So uh, I would make sure if I play my St. Louis stack, I'm going to keep Matt Carpenter on it because you'll probably get him low on. And he's been really hitting the ball really well recently. So who says he can't go even homer off of Gio Gonzalez tomorrow? And he's a he's a good hitter that uh, can be pesky at the plate. 
And, uh, you know, he can easily draw some walks early on against Gio. We know that if bad Gio comes out and is walking some batters, those walks can help him out. And then maybe it's a home run against the bullpen, which uh, can help really put you over the top. But, uh, yeah, that's about it for me. Uh, I think that's a uh, that's that's about it for me for first base. Uh, let's head over to second base though, where uh, at the top it's uh, it's got some really good options to look at. Uh, I like Jose Altuve against Montgomery. Uh, I know I said Montgomery's a first splits guy, but uh, if you have the money for Altuve, I won't hate that. Uh, I like Jose Ramirez though. He's an Indi- whenever I play an Indian stack, I make sure to get him in there. I mean, he's been crushing the ball in, uh, lately. He's a guy I just cannot pass on. Man, just look at the game log and look what he's doing. If if you're playing a Cleveland stack, make sure to play Jose Ramirez in your Cleveland stack, please. You can play him at second or play him at third, whichever one you want. Uh, And then Daniel Murphy against Michael Waka. I never argue against Daniel Murphy. He's great. And then here's another one, Robinson Cano. A lot of the, you know, the advanced data has been showing uh, he's, uh, you know, going to start crushing the ball. And look what he did today. He hit two home runs. And against a guy who gives up a ton of barrels, uh, tons of uh, hard contact. And on top of that, uh, Robinson Cano is a, a, a BVP type play. Uh, I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but I saw it. And it's a pretty good, I'm pretty sure. So if you're team BVP, check that out. It's a pretty good play to go to. Uh, but I really like paying up here at second if you can. If you can't pay up for a second and want to go down, uh, I don't mind going a, uh, you know, Kiki Hernandez against the lefty. That's a thing that can always, you know, people talk about. Oh, if Kiki's batting towards the top, I can understand it, but why pay for Kiki Hernandez when you can get Brian Dozier for 3-7? Uh, it's just kind of one of those spots, I think even in cash games, right? Like, just let's pay for Brian Dozier's uh, cheap price tag of 3-7. Just feels like a really easy plug-and-play tomorrow. I don't really care uh, if Jason Hamill's gotten better, right? I'm just kind of buying low on a guy that's really talented uh, at a really good price tag. I also don't mind, like, Brandon Drury has really been good against righties this year. If you're going to play uh, your Arizona stack, uh, throw in Brandon Drury for 3-6. I had him today. I know it was a 15-game slate, but I had him at, like, 1.6. I think I had him against John Gray uh, for, like, 1.5K. And I know Gray had a really good outing, and I thought the Arizona stack could be interesting uh, with Gray's first outing back from the DL if he got blown up that, you know, because John Gray can have those blow-up games. Uh, he has shown that. So I, I took a shot on a... Uh, and a couple Arizona stacks, and I think uh, putting Brandon Drury in there is a good idea. Uh, but other than that, not, not a ton I love. I think Logan Forsythe could get a uh, pretty good lineup spot for 3.2K. Uh, you know, at the bottom here, not a ton that I love. I think there's some decent options. I think Brian Dozier is clearly the chalky guy that you want to have. Uh, he's just super talented. And then there's tons of guys at the top that you can get. So if you have the money, uh, I like a ton of these guys at the top. Uh, probably if I had to rank them, I'm going to go Robinson Cano 1, Jose Ramirez 2, Murphy 3, and then Jose Altuve 4. Uh, if I had to rank the guys towards the top. Also, hey, Jason Kipnis, 4-5. If you want to play Jose Ramirez at third, you can put Kipnis at second for 4-5. That's not a terrible idea for the Indian stacks that you might want to play. But again, I think Dozier is the top guy just because you're buying low on that salary. Uh, It's just way too cheap. Moving on to third base, uh, third base, uh, like I said, Jose Ramirez, I absolutely love, but another guy I'm a big fan of, and I'm pretty sure he's got he's got a little BVP, like the four for 13 with like two or three home runs, something like that. Uh, it's not a ton, but hey, it's Jake Lamb against a righty, and uh, as long as the righty is not an elite pitcher, I like Jake Lamb. Uh, so Jose Ramirez and Jake Lamb are the two guys at the top that I have the most interest in. Uh, I'll probably pass on Rendon. Uh, I don't know if Bryce Harper got hurt 
uh, I thought I saw that he uh, kind of pulled up and maybe got hurt. But if Bryce Harper is out of that lineup, man, that lineup could be watered down. And like, that just kind of hurts uh, everyone in the lineup a little bit. So if he's out of the lineup, like I said, I'm kind of speculating. It's something I thought I saw in Roto Grinders chat. And uh, maybe I'm, uh, maybe someone just said it and it was fake news. But uh, I, I think that could hurt, uh, you know, Rendon, obviously, if that's the case. But I don't really think the national stack is a spot that I'm going to go to. If I play him, I think it's mainly just uh, Murphy as a one off tomorrow. Uh, Justin Turner, I mainly play him against righties because he's really been a reverse splits guy throughout his career. Yeah, I think he hit a home run today, and I think it was against the lefty. Could have been off the bullpen, don't know. Uh, but I, I don't think you need to go to Justin Turner. I'd rather play Jose Ramirez or Lamb. Uh, Nolan Arenado, four six, man, that's a cheap price tag. But uh, I'm I'm on Team Zach Greinke tomorrow, and uh, I think that's just uh, Nolan Arenado is a guy I'm just not going to play tomorrow, and hope he doesn't burn me. Uh, even though he's Nolan Arenado, and that's a cheap price tag on him. Uh, in third base, like I said, it's pretty loaded, right? There's these next couple guys here, Jed Jayerko, 4.2K. Uh, it's more expensive than I like to pay. And I normally like him more against righties. He's shown that he's kind of more, uh, you know, has better, better batted ball profile against right-handed pitching. But, uh, if I play St. Louis, I don't mind going to him. Uh, Kyle Seager, I think is a nice one-off. Uh, he had a really nice game. He hit four for five, three singles and a home run. And against Nolasco, guy gives a ton of Hunza card contact and stuff like that. Like the Seattle stack is super interesting just because in Nolasco can get blown up. And uh, four two, I like for Kyle Seager. Uh, I also like you get man, you get Miguel Sano for four two. That's just such a cheap price tag for such a great power hitter. And uh, I know we've targeted Jason Hamill early in the year. I remember targeting him with uh, a lot of righties. He uh, was kind of getting hit more by right-handed pitching, uh, right-handed hitting. And uh, hey, the Miguel Sano and Brian Dozier combo for four two and three seven. Uh, that sounds like a really juicy combination that I might uh, have some interest in as in a mini stack. So uh, Sano and Dozier, I think, are a really good uh, mini stack to throw in together. Uh, but for four point two k, I don't think that's a bad route to go. Uh, now when we look at third base, it starts to get ugly, right? Uh, I'm not getting, I'm not going Chase Headley or Yanel Escobar, uh, Alex Bregman, Castellanos. I mean, these are okay names, but I can just pay a little bit more for these other options that I talked about. I even mentioned Mike Mustakas. I said I liked Jorge, but uh, hey, Mike Mustakas is a pretty good uh, left-handed power guy, so it just makes no sense to play a lot of these guys here. Uh, anything below Miguel Sano, I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, I, I get maybe if Logan Forsyth bats towards the top, but I'm not a big fan of him. And uh, the one other guy I could get behind just because he's super cheap is uh, Luis Valbuena for 2-7. I think he's like the one guy I maybe can get behind. Uh, going a pool hole and Valbuena I think is interesting. Just they're super cheap. Uh, maybe maybe going that angel stack can help you uh, you know, pay for maybe two pitchers if you want to pay for a Carrasco and Greinke. So that's an interesting route that you could take. Uh, but I think the Valbuena is the only cheap third baseman that I would go to uh, basically uh, below 4.2K just because I feel like there's tons of opportunity costs with all these third basemen that I like. Moving on, let's head over to shortstop. Uh, shortstop, we got Carlos Correa uh, at the top against Jordan Montgomery. Uh, Carlos Correa, he's an elite player. Uh, he's you know been hitting the ball a lot better against lefties, and I, I I think if you have the money, go ahead, right, play him. Uh, but I don't think I'll have the money to play him on this slate. I would love to play uh, Gene Segura. He's another guy that's been hitting the ball well. And against Ricky Nolasco, it's a great spot. And even a Francisco Lindor for 4-5, I think he's probably my cash game guy that I have the most interest in. The guy that I think uh, is in a really good spot against Zimmerman. Uh, he's probably the guy I like the most if I had to pick for shortstop. 
Uh, and then other than that, right, like once we get below Lindor, uh, Simmons, Didi Gregorius, uh, Taylor Motter, Trevor Story, like these are just guys I just don't have a ton of interest in. I think I need to pay up at shortstop tomorrow in my cash games and even in tournaments. If you can find a cheap shortstop that fits the stack, uh, I guess I could get behind it, right? Because uh, there's not a ton of shortstops I like at the top where I think you could get away with it. But um, for me, I think Lindor is my top shortstop if I had to pick one and just one only. But it's uh, shortstop is kind of an ugly position tomorrow. I will say, if this guy is in the lineup, I could see him being a shortstop cash game punt to help you make your lineup work if you like other spots. Uh, this Alex Mejia guy, I think there's a chance he could be in the lineup against Gio Gonzalez, and he could be batting eighth, but he's only 2.2K. And I always say this in cash games, like if you make your team with the, you get the two pitchers you like, you get every other guy that fits, and then in a poor position like shortstop tomorrow, you can just punt it and get a guy that, who cares if he gets you a zero, if everything else fits and looks great and like you love the lineup, I think it's a great idea to play in cash games. I think it'll work, and it's not that hard then to finish uh, towards the top, I think, uh, especially at a position that I, I don't love a ton tomorrow. Uh, but moving on, let's head over to the outfield. Uh, looking at the outfield, uh, towards the top, we have Aaron Judge, Bryce Harper, Cody Bellinger, you know, all of these, uh, all of these studs that we should have some interest in. Uh, the question is, do we have the salary for it, right? It's kind of tough. I think I'd rather look down further. Uh, JD Martinez against Carrasco, I think is a pretty sneaky tournament option for 4.8 K. Uh, I don't mind him, but I think the guy that I like the most, uh, is uh, a Nelson Cruz, right? Uh, against Ricky in Alaska. Normally like Nelson Cruz against a lefty is automatic. I know it's a righty, but who cares? Uh, he's just giving up tons of hard contact and Nelson Cruz, man, uh, four, seven is a, is a pretty enticing price tag. We also have Michael Brantley for four or five. I think he's a guy that I, I would like to look at a ton. Like, uh, would I rather play Michael Taylor for 4-5, Chris Owings for 4-6, or Nelson Cruz for 4-7 and Michael Brantley for 4-5? Like, it just makes a ton of sense to play those guys at those price tags. They're good tags for them, and I'm, I'm just going to have some interest in them for sure. Uh, Brett Gardner, Justin Upton, and other outfielders that I would uh, have some interest in too. Uh, if you really don't think Zach Greinke is going to have a good game, hey, Charlie Blackman is 4.4K, and Charlie Blackman is a pretty good hitter. I mean, he hit a home run off of Robbie Ray uh, yesterday. Uh, so, you know, uh, Charlie Blackman for 4.4K is a pretty good buy-low opportunity. If uh, you believe in that, I would definitely have some interest in it if you do, but I don't think I'm going to be able to pull a trigger on that. Like I said, I like Granky tomorrow, and I think he's uh, in line for a good spot, but I just want to mention uh, when I see a guy that's a really cheap price tag, if you have some interest in him, uh, you should take advantage of that buy low opportunity. Uh, moving on, we have uh, Lonnie Chisenhall, 4-3. I think he's a good good guy to always throw in your Indian stack. That'll help make you contrarian. Uh, can never argue against that. David Peralta for 4-1 uh, against Chatwood is a good price tag. I also like Randall Grichuk uh, for 4K. Uh, he's a guy that's been hitting the ball pretty well recently. Uh, had a monster game uh, the other day, uh, and uh, hey, he's a guy that's kind of a streaky hitter. So uh, Grano Grichuk is a guy I don't mind playing for 4K price tag. I think he's a, he's a pretty interesting option to go to. Um, but uh, like I always like to say on the weekends, look for those value plays, right? We could have some value plays come out. Uh, one value play I think that we could get against Gio Gonzalez that could help fit your salary uh, that I would not mind is... Um, uh, Martinez, uh, for the, uh, for the Cardinals, uh, Jose Martinez, he's a guy that has a ton of power more of like a GPP type play, but, uh, you know, he could be a pun option for 3.2 K if he's batting fourth or fifth. 
uh, hey, I wouldn't hate that. Uh, don't think it's a terrible route to go. Uh, Ravi Grossman, you're getting him for a pretty cheap price tag for 3.4 against uh, Hamill. Uh, I know it's a low run total there, but you know these twins are kind of cheap. So uh, like I said, I don't understand what's going on with Jason Hamill and why he's been so good. So it's something I'm going to have to dig into and figure out more. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, that's about it for me for the outfield. Like I said, always like keep an eye on the uh, Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, I always beat this in people's heads on the podcast, and you might be sick of hearing it, but uh, hey, uh, it's it's Saturday and Sunday, and a lot of guys get some time off, and we get some cheap options that we can maybe go to. So just be on the be on the lookout for that. It's something to always consider. Um, but let's move on to uh, the final segment of the day, the uh, the uh, stack of the day. Um, it's, uh, I kind of struggle to figure out which one I want to stack at this point, but I kind of think, so I'm playing tournaments, I'm going to try and be a little different here. I kind of think the Angel stack isn't crazy. You might be, uh, you might think I'm nuts for saying that, but I just really like their cheap price tags. Uh, I think, uh, I like being able to go, uh, to a Cameron Mabin, uh, a Cole Calhoun, Albert Pujols, Luis Valbuena, and like a Simmons. Uh, Simmons' price tag is kind of expensive, but uh, you know that'll put his price tag down. He's been he's been having a pretty good year. But hey, stacking up those five guys, they're pretty cheap price tags. Then I can kind of fill in some uh, maybe some expensive bats that kind of uh, you know. Uh, some expensive bats that I like, and maybe it'll help me pay up for a top-tier pitcher. I don't know if I could get all of those guys in and do that, but it might help me be able to pay up for two top-tier pitchers. Uh, but I think the Angel stack is a really interesting one tomorrow, um, and I think it's going to be super low-owned on this slate. Uh, people don't like the people don't like to play the Angels, and Sam Leviglio is just not that great of a pitcher. So uh, for me, I'm going to have some interest in the Angel stack. They are going to be my. Uh, they're going to be my stack of the day at this moment. I know it's uh, a ground ball pitcher, and that kind of you know can bother me at times, but I like those cheap price tags. I really like going that Pujols and uh, Luis Valbueno route. But again, like I said, with the third base position, there's some opportunity cost there. But that's going to be my lock and load stack of the day for now uh, because of the cheap price tags. But again, thanks a lot for joining uh, me Uh as always, uh, give me a follow on Twitter. Things always change, right? Uh, even my stacks change sometimes uh, that I like the most. They change throughout the day. We get different news. So uh, give me a follow on Twitter. And if you say, hey, uh, are you are you interested in another stack besides the Angels, which could very well happen, uh, just give me a follow on Twitter at Travis Mangone and say, hey, uh, do you like a different stack? Ask me at like 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. Uh, I'm always pretty uh, available. Any, once we get to like 6 30 uh like you know the last 30 minutes before lock it gets kind of tough but uh if you have any questions to see if anything's changed and see if my mind is uh changed on anything and if i've uh dug in deeper and found anything that i like better uh ask me those questions and i'm i'm very happy to answer them for you guys so again thanks a lot for listening to the podcast always enjoy to he- enjoy to have you guys on the weekend grind and uh thanks again uh for uh me your host travis mangone i am out Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. 
And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.